0: What you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh.
1: Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad.
0: Hello, Meredith. How's it going?
1: Dad, I don't think I've been this excited to talk to you about The Bachelor in a very long time. Last night's episode... This it was something else. It was on a new level.
0: Now you say you're excited to talk about it and you say it's on a new level. It says, I'm not sure what sort of is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? because i I have a bad taste in my mouth.
1: This is like a Meredith Redemption episode because I've been saying this whole season that Clayton sucks. And you know what? we found out last night? He does suck.
0: I don't think that it's required. I don't think it really is a redemption episode. I think that we were all kind of aware where this thing was heading. I mean, for goodness sakes, I've been showing previews all year of Clayton saying, I'm in love with all of you. I'm sleeping with all of you. I'm broken. This has been going on for the whole year. So we sort of knew this day was coming. But
1: we didn't know the flip that like how quick he was going to just like turn into such a jackass with Susie.
0: This is true. And that was ugly.
1: It was so ugly. I was just in shock. Like he you know, it's not a good look for International Women's Day to watch Clayton gaslight Susie on national television.
0: It's not a good look on any day, but particularly on International Women's Day.
1: I also watched The Women Tell All on International Women's Day, which was not a good look either, watching women bash each other. We're gonna briefly discuss that, but you know, we're gonna get to the meat very quickly of this
0: episode. So, so Monday night was Women Tell All and I, I did watch it on Monday night and I would just like to say, I know you get to, to, to generally do the MVP of episodes, but I'd like to nominate Makers Mark Bourbon as the MVP of the Women Tell All show and that that's the only thing that could get me through that, that mess.
1: That's fair. I, I didn't watch live, so I got to like fast forward through all the commercials, make it go a little less painful. Um. I had a high. I really enjoyed re-watching the footage from the first night where Claire talks about how she hates Clayton and isn't into him. You know, she knew before the rest of America did.
0: Okay, whatever. I mean, I you know, Claire seemed to be a pretty insignificant player in all this to me. I guess it was interesting that on the first night that someone would come out like that, I, I, I never really got a sense of whether it was Claire not being into him or she just getting the vibe that this wasn't going to work out that well. So let's just let's just go out in flames. I don't know. And, and I don't really care because, you know, watching the women tell all I had I had two takeaways. Number one, everybody hates Shanae, And there were awful things said from. You can rot in Ohio. You're one of the most disgusting people I've ever met. You're a narcissistic, gaslighting bitch. You look Um, like you're
1: wearing a diaper.
0: Yeah. So, you know, it was, I mean, there were periods of time when I almost felt bad for Shanae, but I got over it. So, uh, she
1: really just had one job in the women tell all, and it's to, you know, Put your tail between your legs, apologize for all the crap you did, and try and move forward. Maybe you can get a better idea on Paradise. And Shanae just decided to double down on everything that she said on the show. It's just, it it wasn't the right move.
0: My other takeaway was that, to me, it seemed like there were at least two ladies there that seemed very open to, I don't know if reconciling is the right word, but uh, still being with Clayton, we had Kira, who I I don't really even remember. She must have left early, who was still pitching. She basically said, uh, hey, if you're still single, Clayton, so am I. Uh, You know, and I've enjoyed watching you during these episodes. And then we had Teddy, who had this Clayton, I just hope you're okay thing, where I, I got the sense that, you know, if Clayton uh, rang her up uh, this week, uh, she'd be happy to go out with him
1: again. Oh, I completely disagree on that. I think that it, we've seen that Teddy and Rachel are BFFs. And so I'm sure Rachel's told Teddy everything that goes down in the finale. And I think that my guess is that Clayton is single right now. Based on the way the women were bashing him during the women tell all, one of the women literally said, I don't think that you're ready to be a married man. And I think that the women genuinely like the top three. I think they like Susie. They like Rachel. They like Gabby. And I don't think that they would be saying that to Clayton if they knew one of their friends was engaged to him.
0: Yeah. But then, you know, I know I think I think it was Marlene who was saying, you know, it's hard to tell about toxicity. She seemed to be cutting Clayton a break with the the Shanae thing and and, you know, complimented him on navigating 30 women. I mean, I, I there was some Clayton bashing, but I thought I thought it could have been a lot worse uh, on the women tell-all than it was.
1: Yeah, maybe that's because they hadn't seen last night's episode with Susie.
0: Maybe. But, you know, Teddy was saying, you know, she she knows things. You know, she's on the inside. And, you know, to me, I, I got the sense that she might know.
1: That he's single. That he's and not they, well, with anyone. That he's still trying to, like, get someone to be with him. And he's well, probably and- not okay.
0: And she's worried about whether he's okay.
1: No, I think that she's just trying to be nice.
0: I think she's prepared to comfort him, but uh, I guess we'll see. She
1: has much more eligible bachelors that are interested in her from prior seasons, such as Andrew S. from KD season, who I have personally met and would say, go for him instead of Clayton.
0: As I recall, Andrew S., when you met, was uh, also said... uh, That uh, He
1: was interested in me, you know.
0: So. Yeah, which uh, you are a very eligible bachelorette yourself, but, you know, he it sounds like he might be interested in many ladies.
1: Yeah, well, you know, still better than Clayton. You know, Andrew wasn't professing his love to me when I met him the way Clayton would.
0: Okay. All right,
1: my all right. only other thoughts of the women tell all is that we know, I know so little about Clayton. Teddy's saying that his brother slid into her DMs, had no idea Clayton had a brother. I don't know what Clayton does as a job. I know nothing about this man.
0: He's a failed football player. We know that. We do
1: know that. And then I put as a low the amount of brain cells I lost watching the women tell all.
0: Well, yeah, well your maker's mark would have helped you through that.
1: Okay. Let's get to last night's episode, Fantasy Suites. Holy moly. This, the last thirty minutes of this episode were just amazing.
0: I mean, you say this like this is wonderfully good television. This was a disaster. It this was, whole thing is a is a disaster. It, this whole show is a disaster. Uh, <laughs> you know, I we usually talk about highlights and lowlights. I couldn't tell them apart last night. You know, I don't know what's a highlight, what's a lowlight. It's all just one. One big, as you say, train wreck.
1: I didn't take many notes because I just kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm like, I know something bad is about to happen. Like, let's get to it. I don't care about Rachel's one-on-one. I know that he's going to tell Rachel he loves her. I don't care about Gabby's one-on-one. I know that he's going to tell Gabby he loves her. He's going to sleep with both of them. Let's get to Susie. We're seeing Susie spiral the whole episode. Like, we're ready for this.
0: Well, and... and Isn't it interesting, you know, and and I know that you always sort of look at how the producers manage this show. Would this have been different if Susie had been the first person to go on a a fantasy suite date with uh, Clayton? And would Susie have said, I love you too, you're not actually going to sleep with these other women, are you? Isn't this thing over? And and, and would this whole thing have turned out differently?
1: I think it would. I think that, you know, the producers did know – Susie was spiraling, as they also showed her walking down a spiral staircase in the episode. That was not lost on me. I think if Susie had gone first, you know, she would have told Clay her feelings. If he does "quote unquote" love her the most, like he said he did, which we we can get back to, because that's just terrible. He probably wouldn't have slept with Gabby or Rachel, and the show could have ended. Or maybe they wouldn't show us that conversation to still keep us like guessing on what's going on. I don't think we would have had that drama.
0: I, 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 I was wondering that in, in, in just in terms of how they decide who goes first, yada, yada, yada. And, and uh, just how, how this would have gone. I, 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 I did make some notes and, and uh, you know, on, on Clayton's State with Rachel, he, Clayton says to Rachel, I'm falling in love with you. And Rachel, since he told me that, we will be physically intimate. (laughs) Clayton to Gabby, I'm falling in love with you. Clayton to Susie, I'm also falling in love with you. Then I am in love with you. And then, as you said, I am the most in love with you. Yeah. So, um,
1: yeah. When he said, I love you the most to Susie, I like audibly gasped. I was like, oh no, this is terrible. Like, We've reached a new level of love on The Bachelor. We had starting to fall, falling in love, in love with you the most.
0: I I was wondering if we should change the name of the show to The Bachelor Polygamy Version. You know, since uh, Clayton, Clayton apparently is in love with three women. You know, maybe he can move to Utah and, and fulfill his dreams. He's
1: on the wrong show. This is not Sister Wives on TLC. This is The Bachelor.
0: Not familiar with that show, but I, I think we're probably going in the same uh, place there, yeah.
1: It's just so wild to watch. I just, I don't have much to say other than, like, let's talk about Susie and Clayton. My my only other high, I enjoyed, like, I didn't enjoy watching Susie spiral, but I thought it was funny to watch her spiral to Gabby about how, like, I don't want him to explore other people physically, intimately, blah, 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 and you can just, Gabby's just like, Yeah. Right. Just well, but nodding because she doesn't agree at all. She tells Clayton, go bang everyone and then pick me. I want you to pick me after you've tasted all of the other ice creams that you can.
0: Yeah, I I, I again, I don't know what to make of highs or lows in this sort of thing. <laughs> you know, as as a dad, this probably goes on the low version of, of Gab, Gabby, I think, was saying that she wants the other person to explore the other relationships inside and out. And it's like. Okay. I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure as the dad that I'm really down with that, but I, you know, it's, and, and Susie was taking the opposite approach of, you know, if this guy sleeps with somebody else, that's, that's going to be hard to, for me to move forward with him, And, and, um, you know, t- I thought that was a much more nice traditional approach.
1: Gabby is maybe setting a precedent for her hopeful bachelorette season that we get to see, that she's going to be like, look, I let Clayton bang everyone, so you guys got to let me test out all the waters as well.
0: Well, and, and, and as I suspect people can tell from where we're going here, at the end of the program, uh, Clayton melts down and walks Susie out. Uh, because Susie has an issue with the fact that uh, Clayton has both slept with two other women before their date, and also told them that he's falling in love with them or in love with them. It's hard to say what what he's saying. I, you know, part of me was going to give him credit for at least being upfront with Susie about that, but then I was like, oh wait, they're recording everything. She's going to know damn well what the the truth is. So sorry, Clayton. You don't get a lot of truthfulness credit there you know at least you're smart enough to realize that she's going to see all this um but um you know at the end uh, you know suzy Susie, Susie is gone and in my mind she's got to be the front runner for the next bachelorette
1: yeah i mean it definitely the the scale moved to- more towards Susie last night but i feel like gabby has a very loyal following
0: Okay, why well, I mean, I you know after after Susie's comments, I don't see Susie showing up on Paradise Island or, or or wherever where everybody's sleeping with everybody.
1: Yeah, I think Susie's too good for Paradise, but I do feel like we're gonna get some good Gabby action next week when she's yelling at Clayton, saying she doesn't believe a word that he says, and like getting all mad. I want, I'm ready to see Mad Gabby.
0: Yeah, we got those previews. There was definitely uh, Mad Gabby. Yeah, you know, I. You know, as far as highlights, I was really when I found out we we're going to Iceland. I, I was I I've heard really good things about Iceland. Yeah, you know, I, I that it's a real cool place. It didn't look so much fun in Iceland, <laughs> and maybe that's because of the time of year we were in Iceland. I, I sort of assumed they were filming this in November. In, uh, in November, I was in late last year, early this year, and yeah, you know, it, it it didn't look that that warm and inviting.
1: No, it didn't, especially at the beginning of Susie's date. Susie had a terrible date. She, you know, Gabby gets to go four wheeling on black sand beaches. Rachel is getting to go into a volcano, and uh, Susie gets hypothermia.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was some sort of crazy spa where they go from freezing water to hot water. I don't, I don't really know. I'm, I'm more the, I'm more the hot water kind of guy.
1: Agreed. Agreed. My high is, like, watching the women talk about how much they respect each other while they were trying to navigate the uncomfortable situation of all living together during Fantasy Suite Week. You know, you could tell they were all very uncomfortable, but I thought it was really nice that they're all like, you know, we respect each other. We like each other. This is a hard situation, and we're just going to do our best with it.
0: Yeah, I I I think all three of them are very likable. They do seem to like each other and and get along and 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 I guess I put it as a low just having you know three beautiful women sitting together thinking through that each of them are going to be sleeping with the same guy and just the whole awkwardness of it and and to me that was a little bit of a low. But I I, I do respect the fact that they treat each other well. I mean, I think we've probably seen some situations here in this stupid show where, where there's someone there that is disliked by the other people. And, and um, not this time. I mean, we've got three very likable finalists that uh, are stuck in this situation.
1: I know it makes it easier to hate Clayton when he screws all (laughs) of them over because, (laughs) Oh, But we already talked about my lows. Most of them were from women's hell all. And then my other low was, you know, Clay telling Susie that he's the most in love with her. Those. He's just an idiot. I don't understand why he would ever say that if he doesn't end up with Susie, he ends up with Rachel or Gabby. How do you watch that back with them and explain yourself saying that you were the most in love with Susie? I, He's setting himself up for failure, and I feel like usually at the beginning of a bachelor season, we get to see our new lead, talk to some of the old leads, get advice from them. I feel like some of the old leads, or maybe if Clayton had a sense of any, like, common sense, you realize that once you know who you want at the end, you have to do what you can to protect that relationship, whether it mean not sleeping with other people or sending home maybe your stronger connections early, like you got to do what you can to protect that relationship. Cause once you get out of the show, have to watch it back. Like it's going to be really hard to maintain like a healthy relationship with the person and Clayton just does not get that at all. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story.
0: So so let me ask you this question, as as you're really the, the expert when it comes to this show, of you know, historically, whether it's a bachelor or bachelorette, do they typically sleep with more than one person in fantasy suites? I mean, I I I'm not pro that, but it seems to me that it's probably happened before. But it seems like it really blew up much bigger this time.
1: I think it happens like probably half the time that they sleep with someone. I think usually they only if they sleep with more than one person, it's usually not all three people. It's only two people, which I'm sure if given the opportunity, Clayton would have gone three for three last night.
0: Yeah. And, and given the chance to go for the cycle and find number four, I think he would have done that, too. But yeah.
1: Bring Serene back. He's he's ready. Yeah. But I think that he also like it's not normal for the lead to be in love with all of the people that he's sleeping with as well, or to I I don't know it. This is just very abnormal, you know. When you don't, I don't think you watch this season. But when Nick Vial was the lead, he purposely he has a podcast now. He's talked about how he protected his relationship. With his winner, Vanessa, he wouldn't sleep with anyone else in the fantasy suite weeks because he knew that's who he wanted to be with. Like, He played it smart.
0: I, I agree. I, you know, and and, and uh, Clayton has no control.
1: I think Clayton is just, quote unquote, in love with whoever is right in front of his face. And he's not able to compare the relationships when they're not all together. He doesn't know who he loves the most, really. And so he doesn't... Like, think that he's doing anything wrong. Maybe I'm trying to rationalize like what Clayton is doing,
0: or, or, or maybe it's just like, Hey, this is the bachelor, they put us in fantasy suites, this is what we're supposed to do. Uh, I, you know, obviously not the real world. No, uh, the main
1: issue here is that Clayton is applying bachelor logic to the issue, and Susie is applying real world logic to the issue, and those just don't intermingle well but I would like to say unsurprisingly I'm team Susie on this issue she I put her as my right reason she knows that if someone wants to be with her and choose her and marry her they shouldn't be sleeping with someone else or falling in love with anyone else especially a week before a proposal.
0: Uh, Agreed and uh, uh, you know Susie is definitely the right reason. There's really not a lot of uh, decisions to be made there. Uh, you know. Uh, so she was my right reason as well. And and I, I thought she was clear about her intentions, maybe not to Clayton uh, in that she really doesn't have a lot of interaction with Clayton until their date, but you know, throughout the show, when she was talking to the camera and talking to the other girls, it was pretty clear that uh, in her mind, you know, if, if, uh, she is the person that Clayton wants to be with. He shouldn't be he shouldn't be uh, sleeping with other women.
1: I don't think she even needs to be clear about that to Clayton. I think it should just be understood that you know if you want to be with someone you shouldn't be sleeping with everyone else. It just seems like common sense to me.
0: Which takes us to our wrong reason, which I think there's only one choice for that as well, which is Clayton. Um, and you know, t- number one, as you just said, you know, if you, if you know who you want to be with, don't sleep with other people. I'm probably getting, I'm probably getting into some fatherly advice there, but, uh, just as bad, uh, and, and probably what upset both you and I was how quickly he tried to shift the blame for this situation from himself for sleeping with two other girls to Susie for not being clear that that would be a deal breaker you know I, I honestly can't tell you that you know my father at some point in my life sat down with me and said you know yeah you, know, if you if you love somebody don't sleep with other people you know you you might want to stick with that one uh, I, I don't think it's something that you generally need to share with uh, people uh, I might later but I uh, Clayton doesn't seem to understand this. You know, he, you know, basically he he very quickly turns on Susie from I love you best to, boy, you really screwed this up. I can't believe you didn't tell me that uh, sleeping with other girls and telling, uh, telling them that I'm in love with them is a deal breaker. Shame on you, Susie.
1: And, you know, this could have been the same situation if she had told him beforehand. Like he could have gotten mad at her for, you know – giving him him an ultimatum or like not trusting him and being like, I can't believe you thought you had to tell me. Like, do you not feel like I understand that already? And I completely agree with Susie that like, this isn't something you should have to tell your significant other. It's like, you know, on a small scale, it's like when you want your boyfriend to buy you flowers, but you don't want to tell him to buy you flowers because you want him to do it on his own volition. You just want him to know that this is something that you would want for him to do, buy flowers, not sleep with other women, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Okay, well, I, I sort of put those on two different levels, and then I might need a little kick in the butt every now and then to to buy flowers. But the the don't sleep with other women thing seems pretty obvious to me. I don't think you know that 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 should be pretty apparent to people.
1: Yeah, and I don't like how he brings up like you said that you were like I showed you what a good man can be like and gave you more like trust in men and this is how you're going to treat me. Like he was just hardcore gaslighting her for not supporting him and fighting for him when he sleeps with two other women and falls in love with two other women. It's ridiculous. Like the things he was saying, I wrote down some quotes. He said, I don't even know who I'm looking at anymore. I think it's BS and we're done. What you said invalidated everything in our relationship. He just flipped a switch so quickly. It was kind of concerning that he couldn't have an adult, mature conversation and be kind to the woman he, quote-unquote, loved the most and had just hurt, like, just despite them disagreeing, like, have a mature conversation. He just, like, shut down and was playing the blame game.
0: And, And this is the first time in the whole show where things didn't go his way. I mean, he's been calling the shots the whole time. He's been having women fawn over him, you know, whether, whether that's real or, or whether like they're playing a game, who knows, but basically, you know, every girl has been happy to sit on his lap and and make out with him. And now all of a sudden we have a serious conversation about serious issues and he just goes off the rails. He He he
1: hasn't really
0: had anyone. Go ahead. As I texted you last night, I, I felt that he was an embarrassment to my gender.
1: Yes. He also hasn't really had anyone leave on their own since night one, I think. So this is something he hasn't experienced and it's new to him and it's coming from someone he, quote unquote, loves the most. You know, that's a big blow to his his fragile, tiny ego.
0: All true. All true.
1: I also thought it was, like, pretty cringy watching him confess his love to Rachel, talking about how, like, I haven't felt this way in so long. That's why it just took me so long to open up. And then he says like almost the exact same thing to Susie. It's like, at least get a little creative here. Like you talk about how there are different types of love, but you're going to confess it in the exact same way. He had to know that this was going to be such a bad look for him.
0: Yeah. He he seems to lack any awareness of this and, and, you know, and again, this is this is all being filmed, you know, so it's not like you're going to escape it and and everyone's gonna see it at some point in time. So um, you know not not a lot of thinking going on there. No.
1: Are we ready to move on to my MVP?
0: Yeah, if you've got one, go ahead. I I hope it's Susie, but well, you tell no, me of course
1: it's Susie. Okay. You know, I thought you know, knowing what she wants and expects from a man not willing to compromise. You know, she was willing to ask the tough questions, initiate the conversation, knowing she might not like the answers. I'm sure that was very hard for her to bring up and very uncomfortable. And I also thought she handled it so maturely. Like Clayton was trying to explain his side and she's like, I understand what you're saying. Like I really do, but it just doesn't change how I feel about it. Like what my boundaries are, what my expectations are. And the way when she was leaving in the car talking about how she was so shocked that he couldn't talk to her and, like, speak to her kindly. I thought that was very important, like, that she just expected more from him, not in the way of sleeping with other women, but just being able to have a kind conversation and just be nice to each other because they loved each other and they don't want to hurt each other and they're disagreeing. But it's just – Susie is great. She's a great person. She's way too good for Clayton, which I've been saying for a very long time, and I'm glad that she got out.
0: well and and I, I picked Susie to win the whole thing and 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 I still think uh, you know and and no disrespect whatsoever to Gabby or Rachel. I think that Susie might be. The one that he should love the most, I don't know. I mean, I I, I do think that she, she seems to have uh, a lot going for her, and uh, but but as you said, I think uh, it's probably for the best. We 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 know from history that very few of these relationships ever last. So better to get out now as opposed to you know get engaged, then watch the show and say, oh my god, he loves two other women. He's you know, blah blah blah, and, and then the whole thing fall apart.
1: Yeah, I will say I was surprised that he said he loved Susie the most. I always figured he loved Rachel the most. That's who I would have had my money on at this
0: point. Well, now maybe he does. Now that, <laughs> now that uh, Susie's gone, now I love Rachel the most. We'll see. <laughs> I I,
1: I, I yeah. sincerely hope that neither of the remaining women are with Clayton at this point. I feel like I would lose a lot of respect for either of them if they are. It does feel like Clayton is single. He's behaving like a single man, and just like the way he's been tweeting and like trying to talk to the women via social media on his season, I don't think that he's in a relationship. But I just, I really, really hope that we see Sad Clayton next week.
0: So, so before before I give you any fatherly advice, in, in the previews, you know our, you know our hero host Jesse Palmer. I really don't like. But anyway, uh, you know, comes to Clayton saying something's happened that could change everything. You have any predictions on what that might be? Does, does Susie call back and say I've re- rethought things? Or That's or what I was what worried was?
1: about. I was like, that better not be Susie coming back. I – no. I don't – I have no idea what that could be. And I feel like it's just trying to lead us off the scent. It's probably something really dumb that's not going to change everything. Maybe Hopefully it's like – Something's going to change everything. Gabby and Rachel are leaving.
0: <laughs> well, and, and and we do see some previews of of uh, Clayton talking with, I guess, his family and basically his family saying, "You screwed this up." You know, uh, you know, it's all on you. Uh, blah blah. It's not, you know, and and I don't know. It's it looks like we'll have a a very messy end. This show. Yeah, it
1: doesn't look like we're going to get a normal finale, is my guess. But, so, but I don't know why it has to be dragged out two nights. But it is being dragged out two nights. We have a Monday night and Tuesday night episode, so you will be getting us again on Wednesday next week.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's not the way I wanted to spend my week. But uh, you know, we're you know we're we're dedicated podcasters and dedicated to our listeners, so we'll do what we have to do.
1: All right, Dad. Fatherly advice. Hit me with it.
0: Well, this one's from Susie. Sex is important in a relationship, but it's something that I only do with someone I have a commitment with. So let's let's I I know that some generational things have changed and and maybe some of the Sexual activity might be a little more looser than it used to be, but let's try to let's try to control ourselves out there and focus on having sex with people that we're committed to. Uh, let's take responsibility. The whole thing it was just so upsetting to see the way Clayton tried to turn things around on Susie and say that it's her fault because she didn't tell him it's a deal breaker that he was going to if he slept with other people. Come on, Clayton. Let's all let's take some responsibility for our actions out there, people. You can't do that. That's uh, as, as Meredith said. That's gaslighting. We don't stand for that, particularly on International Women's Day or any day. So don't do that. You know, and 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 just referring back to dad advice one and two. If you're in love with someone, don't sleep with other people. Just sort of basic dad advice that I shouldn't have to say, but. Clayton, if you're listening, don't do that.
1: Clayton's dad needs to take some listening advice here. Why Why wasn't he telling Clayton these things growing up?
0: Because you're and not supposed to ask, have to tell son. people these things. This, this is like normal adult behavior. Come on, but Clayton. But
1: he's, he's a failed football player. We know that he probably has brain damage.
0: Okay, there you go.
1: That's, that is the real source behind this episode. It is Clayton's CTE. You heard it here first, folks. All
0: right. All right. Uh, that's that's all I got.
1: All right. Well, that's all I have, too. I, I still feel very worked up about all this. I'm sure I'll be more worked up next week. I don't see Clayton digging himself out of this hole anytime soon. But, you know, you'll find out how I'm feeling next week on Wednesday, because apparently the finale is too dramatic to fit into one episode. So if you're enjoying the podcast, make sure to comment, rate, subscribe to us anywhere. If you listen to podcasts, we as always, like to thank The Mesh for hosting us. And join us next time to hear about the season finale from the right perspective and my dad.